Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Google Workspace Recap, the Tag Geeks Network show. Each week we take you through everything announced by Google Workspace, discussing the updates of the week and other relevant news and announcements. My name is Jesse Nolan, my co-host is Steve Larson, and we're here to help you keep up. Apologies, my voice sounds like crap tonight. I went to a wedding last night, and uh, it went late, and it was a lot of fun, and um, may have farted a little too hard, so I'm still recuperating from that, so hopefully you'll forgive the, uh, the raspiness in my voice here. Anyway, Steve, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. I've got a little bit different setup tonight. The uh, laptop charger got left in the car, so <laughs> didn't go out and get it. It's uh, USB-C? You don't have like 18 of those laying around the uh, house? I, I do, but I don't know. None of them are strong enough to... Uh, I don't know if they have made adapter. That's fair. The 98 you know? watt, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. I Actually, I lost one when I was traveling, so I used to have three. Now I only have two. Yeah. That's the ridiculousness of the USB-C standard. Is like, oh, it's USB-C. Mm, yeah, but it can't do the power throughput at such a high wattage. Well, what do you mean by that? Some of them can, some of them can't, some of them are Thunderbolt. They all look the same. It's a very confusing standard. Oh, well, yeah, I know what you mean now. Um, but yeah, I just need something to power my laptop. I just have the, the brick for it. Oh, well. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, I don't know, weather was pretty good here this weekend, it was nice. Nice. Got to enjoy the uh, outdoors. Yeah, good weather. us too. I'm back from Florida, where it was a soup. <laughs> soup? Hurricane season. Oh, was there. it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Was, there was some tor- was like tornado 80s. warnings. Or... Oh, I didn't, I didn't have those. It was thunder and lightning every day, and it was uh, humid. It was like 80, 90% yeah. humidity every day, and, and it was raining for a good part of the day, which makes sense. And uh, back now in Long Beach, and uh, nothing but clear skies. Thank you, Long Beach weather. Yeah. <laughs> Sunny in 75 or 80 or whatever it was today. Yeah. All right, well, let's get into the updates. Pretty quiet week, I'd say, overall. A little bit. In terms of updates. Quiet yet impactful. Yeah. Well, I know. Yeah. I don't know why you like all these. The, the updates that you really enjoy, Jesse, are very different <laughs> to the updates I enjoy. That's uh, fair. Nice That's fair. But I'm more of a UX stickler than you are. Uh, I know. <laughs> I know. More of functionality. Yes. Or like actual benefit. I don't know. Um, the first one, which is the one that you really like. <laughs> is the one of the silent releases that came out uh, in the end of week recap post and that is the ability to send multiple images or videos at a time in chat and i was saying yeah usually i just create a photo album and then share the link it's in chat on mobile by the way to specify that um i, I don't sense. know about i don't know yeah. about in the browser um, but it is live for iOS, and I tested it today. And it's very exciting because that was one of the things that I was just like, why is this a limitation? It's 2022, yeah. people. I don't know. They don't send a lot of pictures in business use. I send situations. Lots. Especially out in the field, sending out pictures of uh, you yeah. know, things that we're working on or network setups or whatever. Yeah, I mean, that's, why, sure. I, that's why I have a photo album. I just create a, I don't know. That's what I do. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, what else we got? Multi, yeah, multi-pinning and picture and picture improvements are now available for Google Meet on the Android and iOS. And then our three main updates for the week is that uh, we have new Google endpoint management settings to show both personal and work entries 
in Google Calendar on Android devices. Uh, you can now also easily share Google Meet artifacts with co-hosts. And Spanish, French, Portuguese uh, smart replies are now in Google Chat. And then we had an update for Drive for desktop. We had a few things in the news about uh, you know Area 20 here, uh, kind of sunsetting our stuff here. Yeah, the HP Elite Dragonfly Chromebook uh, is looking good. I think uh, you know I think there was an article I saw we talked about last week. You know that Google was killing off the <laughs> Pixelbook line, right? Yep. And and someone wrote an article talking about how oh the you know. I don't know, people were ready for high-end Chromebooks, but I mean, there's so many high-end Chromebooks now that the Pixelbook actually isn't high-end anymore. Um, right. That's what I thought. I think there's actually better Chromebooks out there than a Pixelbook well, at the moment. it might actually still be a contender if they updated anything in it since it actually was released. I Meaning if they refresh the processors, doubled the RAM, although you could have gotten 16 back then. If they just refre refresh the insides it would be able to hold its own against some of the, the top-of-the-line contenders today. Yeah. But they oh. but they didn't. Yeah. That annoyed I me. I think, yeah, the specs on the Pixel 7 have not been that great. The benchmarks on them. That's what I've been Pixel seeing. 7? Yeah. Pixel 7 is only like a 10% improvement. Oh, the phone. Phone. Got yeah. it. Pixel 7. Got it. Hmm. Yeah. Google's processing team is uh, slacking off. I don't know. It's yeah, that's the yeah, I don't know the T two chip is. I think that's what it's called. Um, yeah, not TensorFlow. Uh, not, is that Tensor TensorChip? Yeah, I don't know that much of uh, the hardware side of Google because I don't use the Pixels, mm. and the Pixelbooks yeah. were all Intel. So, yeah, I'm actually going to do a uh, a showdown. To borrow from our SAS showdown nomenclature of um, the hottest um, Chromebooks today. I just ordered seven Chromebooks online. Seven and different gonna, ones? Seven different ones, and I'm going to compare them all and do a big video breaking them down. I, I couldn't get the Dragonfly yet, though, so we'll have to uh, amend that in later. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, so, I mean, I love the HP X360, um, and I can't get it anywhere. They're phasing it out in favor of the Dragonfly or something. I don't know. Um, but uh, it's time to find a new champion. And so I was like, well, this will make a great video and show them all off. Because, you know, you, you read the articles from The Verge, who I love and trust. And, and they just have the one that they say is the best option and one that's the best, you know, detachable option and one that's the best affordable option. It's like, okay. But there's five that could be the best option, but depending on what you need. So that's kind of what my video is going to be about is like, all right, here's the differences between them. Here's the price differences between them. Here's what they look like. Here's what they feel like. You know, some screens are 16.9 or 16.10 or 3.2 or, you know, yeah. screen brightness is 500 nits or 400 nits or 300 nits. E, 300 nits. Ouch. Don't get those. <laughs> yeah. Is that not one of your seven, is it? What? That's not one of your seven, is it? No, that has that no. low okay no no and i do have the um the hp what do they call it the x2 the detachable the tablet but the chrome okay. chrome os tablet i have one of those also yeah. and and even that has 300 nits on it if i'm not mistaken so okay but like for a little tablet like that it's it's kind of okay for 300 nits but laptops generally i like 400 i prefer it even higher unfortunately i haven't seen one i haven't seen a chrome os one 
that's higher than that lately. Well, I'm intrigued to see so. what the results are. Yes, stay tuned. <laughs> well, so first update, uh, I, it's you know, pretty self-explanatory, I would say. Uh, you can now send multiple images or videos at a time in chat. And that is an update, as you said, was happening to uh, iOS devices. And it's available now for those devices. And then uh, for Android devices, uh, the rollout began September 15th, as expected to be completed by the 3rd of October. So a uh, little bit of a delay for me, which is fine, because I don't mind. Because you don't use it. <laughs> I care too much. It but, works. Uh, it yeah. works well. Interestingly enough, it yeah. doesn't work exactly as it shows in at least. Um, no, because I tried it the same way they did it. The way that they show in the screenshot here is you you take I don't know they've got six seven eight images mm -hmm. selected, and uh, they're in a group with 103 members in it. Sorry, a space with 103 members in it, and it uploads them all as one chat update, one chat message. Whereas mine still uploaded them individually. So it was my oh, name, right. image, my name, image, my name, image, my yeah. name, image, as opposed to theirs where it's just the person's name and all of the images. Right. So mm. I think they're still tweaking some things on the back end, and maybe that'll mm. that'll straighten out um, okay. when uh, Maybe when, it's when because the of the – yeah, I was going to say maybe it's because of the way that it works now without the threading and cross-platform. Right. But they seem to have figured it out though in their animated image here. But yep, yeah, looks all good. right. And then, yeah, next we have uh, multiple pinning and picture-in-picture -picture improvements available in Google Meet on Android and iOS. So there was um, a previous announcement earlier this year in June uh, where that uh, was talked about, and well, with this feature, we're now able to get. Pin up to three uh, participants' video tiles at once to keep them fixed in your screen. And that will, you know, I think help improve things. I know, I remember when we used to talk to uh, David on the kind of the Meet uh, mm -hmm. communications team, we were talking about this feature with him and suggesting that. And it was because in some cases you have, you know, someone, for example, like signing uh for someone else you have to like pin both the speaker yep. and the signer type of thing uh so that was one of the uh, i also find it cases. really helpful just for being able to do other things and still see what's going on in the call well you mean like being able to see like the three most frequent like speaking people is that what you mean well yeah i pin them and then i i um what do you call it i pop them out also i do picture yeah. in picture okay Oh, right. Like the, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess those are two separate yeah, features. That's right. Right. It, <laughs> that's what, that's what it is. Yeah. So exactly what it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, we had those, uh, those two silent releases coming out, uh, in that blog post. And then, uh, then the, the first main update that we have, uh, for the week, uh, let me get back to this here. They've been focusing hard on calendar lately. Oh well, yeah. Last week's episode was also like three calendar updates. Mm -hmm. So yeah, this one new Google endpoint management setting to show both personal uh, and work entries in Google Calendar on Android devices. 
So this is just the ability to see personal work calendars together on your Android device. Uh, that support is now coming to Google Endpoint Management admins to enable the feature for your users. And the uh, you'll be glad to know, Jesse, the picture on this, uh, uh, the image in the post is actually huge and <laughs> bigger than it can actually fit on my entire screen. The scaling on this is actually real wrong. Well, you know, sometimes when those images are too small, yep. this time click on it, it's too big <laughs> in the article. <laughs> Whatever. It too well. Better too big yeah. than too small. Zoom I guess, out. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, there's a setting you know in the Emma console for for admins to be able to turn this feature on or off. Uh, the default is that this will be off by default and needs to be enabled at the domain level. And um, you can uh, if you turn off the, you can turn says you can you can turn off the promotion this feature to end users. And if you don't turn off the promotion of the feature, it will be shown to users starting October 26th. That's what it says here. And um, end users here, just to kind of note, yes, yeah, it says the features will be off by default, can be enabled by the user on their device, and you must use an Android work profile on an Android 11 plus device for this feature to work. And rollout for this one uh, is uh, gradual rollout starting the 12th of September, up to 15 days for visibility for both the rapid release and scheduled release domains. And then uh, it just makes another note here about this, that if you don't turn off the promotion of the feature, it'll be shown to users starting the 26th of October. And then availability, uh, available to Workspace uh, Business Plus. Enterprise standard, enterprise plus, education standard, education plus customers, as well as G Suite business and cloud identity premium users. Premium users get calendar? Um, I don't know. I didn't think they did. That seems unusual to have a calendar on cloud identity. <laughs> didn't think that was possible. Did they mean, let's see, not essential. That's what they said. I don't know. I, I, yeah. Well, take that with a grain of salt. <laughs> yeah. That's what it says. It's not what I believe. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to check that later. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there's no calendar. Um, all right. Uh, next, the ability to easily uh, share Google Meet artifacts with co-hosts. Uh, so uh, this is in relation to Meet recordings, attendance tracking, polling, uh, and how that is shared, you know, after that meeting. So with this update, the artifacts can be directly shared with the meeting co-hosts. And to share those uh, artifacts with co-hosts, uh, you just need the primary meeting host to specify those co-hosts and then select the call uh, call artifacts are shared with the host and co-hosts uh, you add here. So that'll be a little tick box that you have uh, in your co-host settings uh, or co-host list. And there are some additional details here. It's pretty, pretty extensive here. 
four different main four bullet points in the additional some of the additional details. It talks about if you promote uh, someone to a co-host during an ongoing meeting, they won't get meeting artifacts for that particular meeting. So you must add them when you set up or edit the event in calendar. You also have to know that if a participant's co-host status is removed during the meeting, they still get the meeting artifacts. They won't receive artifacts for any future meetings using the same code. Next uh, is that the co-hosts are uh, added to a series of ongoing meetings, get art meeting artifacts for future meetings that use the same code. And then for Google Classroom meetings, all co-teachers are recognized as co-hosts and automatically get meeting artifacts. So the co and their co-host status can't be removed within Classroom. If a user is removed as a co-teacher, they no longer receive meeting artifacts. So kind of just like the other behavior for non-Classroom uh, users there. And uh, rollout for this one started this 13th of September and a gradual rollout uh, for both rapid release and scheduled release domains and availability is pretty much to everyone. It, uh, however, is not available for business starter, frontline nonprofits, as well as G Suite basic and business customers. And then the last update is that Spanish, French, and Portuguese smart replies are gonna be happening in Google Chat now. So more language. Uh, support coming. Uh, so this is, you know, those little options that you get um, presented to yourself in response to messages someone has sent to you. Uh, so we'll have three more languages to add to that. And this is all about smart reply. Uh, so if you have that, if you don't see this, you might have it disabled. So go ahead and enable that in your Google chat settings. If you want to see this feature. And rollout for this one, it is rolling out to all users, uh, for all users on the web. And it is available to everyone, even those with personal Google accounts. And that's it. Updates. Oh, well, not that's it. Uh, there's one more. Sorry. <laughs> the, drive for up, the drive for desktop update. So version 64 came out. I'm still on 60, uh, 63, uh, but uh, you know, these, uh, there were, uh, there's some mostly bug fixes here is what they say. So they're resolving some issues with search windows, uh, with close, uh, being able to get on dismiss drive for desktop by pressing escape key. Uh, there's, uh, you can now, there's a, some improved uploading of edited photos in Apple photos libraries. And then there was an issue where uh, users were unable to dismiss specific notification banners and that's been resolved along with some additional performance improvements and bug fixes, of course. Uh, and then, yeah, in the news, uh, Google is canceling half of the projects at area 120, which isn't, I don't know, too much of a surprise if we saw that announcement the, uh, a couple weeks before in terms of optimizing time and efficiencies and everything there. Well, they said they Seems were going like, to uh, cut by cut back by 20%, 20% or become 20% more efficient was the yeah. line. Right. On that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the ones that they're canceling, 
I've been looking through here are not anything particularly that we know about. For those who are not familiar, Area 120 is the internal incubator that Google has for their 20% projects. So um, the most famous one that has uh, come out of here recently that we have talked about in the past is Tables. And um, that and a number of other ones have graduated from the program. And uh, now they are focusing... The and the any of the the current projects and the forward projects are going to be focused around um, building on AI and have potential to solve important user problems. Um, they are reassigning the people within area uh, 120 into other areas of Google, or helping them, I guess. Um, but uh, you know when. Given that they're cutting back so much, it makes sense that some of these things, which were really more experiments in some and more reaches for others that were not exactly part of Google's core competency or, or you know, vast adjacent areas, um, essentially, uh, you know, we'll see good things from them going forward, but it's going to be more AI and probably AR, VR focused. Um, but these are tough times, and so that is unfortunately what's happening. You're going to say something, Steve? Nope. And that doesn't mean that this tech That's is gone forever, by the way. We've seen things in the past where, you know, Google has taken bits and pieces of code from other products that were experiments that they shut down, and they showed up later on in, in other uh, products. So it's always possible that we'll see some of these things. If you had a favorite and it was getting killed, it may end up somewhere down the road showing up again. Uh, the next article we have here is about the HP Elite Dragonfly Chromebook. It's uh, being called Google's Pixelbook Reborn by 9to5Google. And uh, this thing's a beast. I very much look forward to getting hands-on, but honestly, it's $1,200, and that is a lot of money for a Chromebook, especially for, you know, a... a a mid-sized business like ours and um, with so many other really good options out there for five to seven hundred dollars um, but uh, if you're interested in all of the details here they have a, a pretty thorough review but essentially it is the best and the brightest and the most amazing um, you know progress that we've seen on a Chromebook to date and it really if you are looking for that executive level Chrome experience this is going to be it um, HP in the past, I have always preferred personally for their keyboard and their trackpad combo on on Chromebooks, particularly. As I mentioned before, the X the X three sixty has been my my go to for the last I don't know four or five years, um, and uh, this starts to push the boundaries of things that we have never even had before on Chromebooks, such as a haptic trackpad, the first one to happen on a Chromebook. And I know from using a haptic trackpad on my MacBook Pro, it's awesome. I love it. So um, hopefully we're going to see a lot more development in that area and a lot of other Chromebooks that will adopt and include that in future models as well. But um, the, the key areas is big, beautiful screen, fast as hell, starts up near instantly, battery that lasts a long time, lots of power. Um, but yeah, you're going to pay a pretty price for it. Um, if you're interested in all the details, we'll post the uh, 9 to 5 Google article in the show notes. What else do we have here on here? HDMI yes. port, USB-C, micro SD card slot, the other side you have the headphone jack, full-size USB-A port, another USB-C port, both can be used for charging, 
and a sim tray. You can do LTE on this guy. So they took all of the best of everything and crammed it in here. So definitely have to get some hands-on. Um, I don't know when I'm going to be able to get one because I haven't seen it really available yet. They're just trickling out. Um, but I'll have to add that to my review when the time comes. Then we had a question from the audience that uh, we weren't entirely sure exactly. Um, we need more clarification on this question, but they wanted to know if the business starter package has to pay $6 per user account, or is it possible to create 10 accounts with one admin account for $6? Um, Steve, do you want to? You, you had replied to it, so you want to? I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the you, you basically just need a license. You need to pay for a license for every licensed user. So you can right. have 10 users with no licenses. Cloud Not gonna, you know, free. Not going to be able to do much so, of them, but you can have them. No. Well, <laughs> apparently, you, apparently you can get calendar access, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm not really sure what the, um, the, the statement is here. Is it possible to create 10 accounts with one admin account? I mean, yes, you can create... 10 accounts that are not licensed with zero licensed users. I mean, you don't have to have any license. You can have a purely cloud identity free environment. So, um, yeah, we'll follow up maybe and uh, get some more clarity in terms of what this person is hoping to uh, actually accomplish here. But, uh, yeah, you can turn the uh, licenses on and off, toggle those on and off per user. Not by default, so you have to go into your license settings and disable automatic licensing. But once that's done, then uh, licensing can be toggled on and off per user. Very good. And the last thing here is just to draw your attention to, I got an email that says, on November 1st, 2022, we'll enter the last phase of the Google Hangouts upgrade to Google Chat. You cannot opt out of this change. So if you have not uh, heard us talk about this before or seen the notices, Google Hangouts is finally going completely away for good and will no longer be available. Um, I thought we were, at least for myself, I thought we were full of well and done with this. Things are migrated over, but um, apparently I have one or two users that uh, still have some outstanding items on there, so I'll have to take a look at that. But um, I'll include a link to this, or uh, I'll include the image of this on the show notes as well, but essentially um, that uh, some of the conversations or portions of conversations won't migrate from Hangouts to chat. And that's something to take a look at. So if you uh, have not already addressed this in your organization, you should take a look and see what that's all about. You probably received a similar email. And uh, that's it for this week. Anything else, Steve? Just uh, remind everybody, we dropped another episode of SAS Showdown. So if you haven't seen that yet, head over to either our YouTube channel or wherever you listen to your podcasts and look up SAS Showdown if you're not already following us over there. We got uh, talking about a single pane of glass and despite best efforts, email is still not dead. So great episode with Colin and Rose. Definitely go and give it a listen. That's all for this week on the Workspace side as well. Send us your questions and comments on Twitter at Workspace Recap and on our website, WorkspaceRecap.com. Hit the subscribe button and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. Have a great week, and we will see you next time on Workspace Recap.